This is the Not So Normal Therapist Podcast, Episode 5, another Q&A Friday. Welcome to the Not So Normal Therapist Podcast, uncommon help for your not-so-normal life. It is our desire to help you wake up from the trance of your own beliefs. And now, with your weekly dose of reality, here's your host, speaker, counselor, and mind coach, Anthony Verderami. Hi, and welcome to what I would like to call Q&A Friday, because each and every Friday, it's my plan to answer your questions, your comments, or maybe a concern you might have, and it'll give me a brief opportunity to just talk straight to you. So would you uh, plan on being a part of this show? It's very easy to do, actually. All you have to do is go to my website, wholelifecc.com. On each and every page, there is a SpeakPipe app that's locked in on the left side of the page. If you go to my Not So Normal Therapist page, it's also an app on the side, also on Facebook. So pretty much every place you could find me, you'll find this SpeakPipe app. It's a fantastic tool, and it's an opportunity for you to ask a question. Think of me as your virtual therapist. It's an opportunity to get inside my mind. I know that's kind of scary, but uh, seriously, though, it's an opportunity for you to be a part of the show. So this week, we have an anonymous caller. This caller has a fantastic question, especially in light of episode four, when I interviewed Kurt Mika regarding the Enneagram. Here, take a listen. Hey, Anthony, question for you. Can you speak to the the feeling that a person has when they walk into a space that has a lot of negative energy in it and how the body just feels heaviness other than be, removing yourself from that space when it's not always that way. Do you have some suggestions on how to deal with that? Thank you so much for that question. It's actually a question I get quite often in different variations, different forms or whatever. But it's an interesting question. If you heard her question and what she said, she asked, what do you do about the feeling? My immediate reaction to that when I heard that was, why do you have to do anything? You see, the presupposition to her question is that you have to react or respond to that feeling. So my first response to that is, don't do anything. Just notice your place in, your, in this time in that place. In other words, notice your breathing, notice your thinking, uh, notice those around you, your sensations and so forth. You see, my gut feeling is that you're probably a type 9 on the Enneagram. Again, I can't guess or, uh, or even know that because there's so many variations. But the way you ask the question is a very gut-centered question. So you're either an eight, nine, or a one. But having said that, if you're getting this sensation, you use the word feeling, but it's actually a bodily sensation that you're feeling. And to you, it's very real. So my question is, are you asking this because you have the feeling or the belief that you're not okay because you're having that feeling? You see, all it is is just a feeling. And if you stay uh, the word is present. In other words, you stay within yourself in that moment, in that time. You'll notice that internally you are okay. And this may take some practice. It may take some work. 
But to begin to, each and every time you walk into a room, notice what is those feelings and what are your feelings. And let me change that. Uh, It's the realization of what are your sensations internally and what are their sensations. Because often the, the belief is I have to maintain my surrounding feelings so that they're okay, so that I'm okay. That's a lie. That's a mistaken belief. Whether your surroundings are okay or not, you still are okay, and you can choose to be okay. It's kind of like sound or any other sensation. You see, when you hear a sound in the room somewhere over there, you you know and detach yourself from that sound because you know it's not coming from you, and you know that you can maintain equilibrium. So it's the realization that you are okay. I was caught by the idea of an either-or thinking, too, possibly. Again, it's tough when you're answering a question where you can't interact. But she said, other than leaving the room. So I almost had the idea that you were left with no real choices. You see, that's a subtle lie that we all, by the way, get caught up into. So yeah, you do have a choice. You could leave the room. You could leave and not participate or whatever. Uh, but your beliefs would remain the same. Remember, my goal is to help you wake up from the trance of your own beliefs. So stop and realize you have choices. As human beings, God has blessed us uh, with a marvelous ability to choose. It also means we can choose some stupid things too. But the reality is when you walk into that room and you're sensing physically, literally sensing the negative Uh, vibe, if you will, energy in the room, realize at that moment you have choices. So let's say you choose to stay there. And then the next choice, I like I said a few moments ago, you choose to think about it and realize, okay, those are not my feelings. Those are not my sensations. And then you could choose to be aware of your breathing, be aware of your place in that room in that time, You could use your eyes to simply take in the sensations visually. And all of a sudden, you begin to experience your place in that time, um, and that's called being present in that place. Just because you're feeling something, sensing something, if you will, doesn't mean you have to do anything. You could choose to believe that you are okay being aware of the negative energy or vibes or whatever you call them. I guess my real question back to you is this. What's your goal? In other words, what motivated you to ask that question? And if you're listening to that question and you really identify with it, or if you know somebody in your life that identifies with that question, pass this along because the subtle lie is that uh, you have to do something about it. And so if, if you ask the question, my curiosity says, okay, well, why are you asking the question? What are you trying to achieve? I'll take a stab in the dark right here, but if your goal is to achieve stability, inner tranquility, who says you don't have it anymore just because the surrounding environment is not stable or negative or whatever you define it as? You see, the subtle lie is that you're identifying the surrounding 
uh, area, the place that you find yourself in, with you. That's a dangerous thing to do. See, God created you uniquely to be you, to enjoy this life around you uniquely as you can. I can't enjoy it the way you do, and you can't enjoy uh, life the way I do. So stop. Realize you don't have to do anything. Just notice your place in that time and separate what's that and what's you. And I have a sneaking suspicion that you're going to discover that you can remain tranquil internally. And it all starts with a choice. And the first choice is the choice to believe and to choose to believe what's true about you. Did you notice in my brief answer, it always comes back to belief. What are you believing about you? What are you believing about your environment? And what are you believing about both? My dear friend, you do have control over your choices. You do have control over your inner feeling or sensation. That's probably, I guess, the, uh, the number one choice you really need to make or belief, and that is that you're okay and that you can remain internally tranquil because <laughs> that's just who you are and take back control that maybe all of your life you've given away. It's time now to make the choice. Make the choice to take back control and just be present and be aware and know that you really are okay. I want to thank you so much for that question. I can't tell you how hard it is for me to stop because there's so much I could uh, share with you in terms of an answer metaphors, stories, examples, just know that you are okay. The reason why you're responding the way you're responding is it's just how you were created to take in the world and remain okay in this crazy world. So thanks again for your question. If after hearing this, it sparks a question that you might have for me, would you go to my website, notsonormaltherapist.com, click on the SpeakPipe app and uh, leave your question, not more than three minutes long, just make it brief. If you'd like to, you can identify yourself with your first name and the city that you dwell in or live in. Uh, I'd appreciate that. So this has been another edition of the Q&A Friday. And thanks a lot for joining me this week. Remember to like my Facebook page. Uh, like I said earlier, leave a question, comment, or concern that you might have. Also, you can check me out on Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, take a look at my website, wholelifecc.com. And uh, let me know how I might better serve you, whether it's individual sessions, Skype sessions. I'll be starting up my whole life group soon here in Minnesota. Um, and also, I'll be get, begin to schedule some speaking engagements uh, around the Twin Cities and across the country. So thanks again for joining me. And stay tuned for next Tuesday as we have another edition of the Not-So-Normal Therapist Podcast. Until then, remember, go make it a great day. Thank you for joining us for the Not-So-Normal Therapist Podcast. Uncommon help for your not-so-normal life. Join us next week to receive another dose of reality.